What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the UFC Stadium Union podcast. My name is Brian Vosper. This is episode 52. In this episode, we are going to go back in time a little bit. We're going to go recap the Grant Dawson versus Bobby Green card. We're also going to recap the um, Sadiq Youssef versus Edson Barbosa card. And then we're going to go into UFC 294, which is Volk versus Islam Makhachev, the, the, the sequel. So yeah, we're going to go back in time. I'm just going to kind of go up and down these cards. And then, you know, I think we're just, I think everyone's just excited for the fights tomorrow. It's crazy how, you know, just, you know, just mentioning that from the beginning, how, you know, we went from, it was originally going to be Costa versus versus Chimaev. I think everyone's kind of on the, you know, Costa's kind of, in my opinion, in a bad spot now because he's kind of building a reputation where he's doing this all, like this type of stuff where he's pulling out of fights. Um, very high, high risk that he is, he's going to pull out of the fight, miss weight, something weird is going to happen if you sign up to fight him. And so I think fans, even though he's like funny on social media and stuff, like all his memes and stuff at the end of the day, I don't think this type of stuff wins you fans. I think, you know, he does look like he has, he has like the pictures look freaking gross now from about the staff infection on his elbow. But I think from the get go, it looked really weird because it was like it weird in basically they posted, you know, pictures of it. They originally posted pictures saying he got surgery like three weeks prior. And it's like, dude, if you're doing that, that's probably going to get you flagged that they might even pull the fight. If you reveal you literally just got surgery like three weeks ago on your elbow for an infection. It's like the UFC doesn't want to be held like liable or like if you're doing stuff like that, they can't clear you to fight. And so that already, when he did that, a lot of people even kind of looked at that like uh, this is Paulo doing what he does again towards the end of the fight where it looks kind of like he's trying, he's going to maybe pull out or something weird's going to happen. So I don't know. I just feel like Paulo's really got to, you know, get this, get like really fix this because there are a lot of fights that should have happened. You know, he had Whitaker, Delice, Cannoneer. Then you had this and What's like strange is then the fight that did take place was him versus Rockhold, which was like a very winnable fight, and so nothing strange happened there. And then that's also not even mentioning the whole Vittori situation where he missed, they had to change weight like two, three times during fight week, and then he still lost, which is like, dude, that was brutal. <laughs> it's like, man, so I, I hope Costa gets kind of gets that stuff under control. But um, it's interesting. We got probably even a better fight, you know, going with Usman versus Kamzat tomorrow at 185. It's going to be interesting seeing that fight. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm leaning towards Kamzat. I think he's going to come out very aggressive towards Usman. Usman just has to, you know, be careful not to like, you know, he in the the Leon the tr- the third Leon fight. You could tell that Usman was pretty shaken up by the head kick. Uh, and the fact that he was like, you could tell he was a lot more hesitant to throw, which made it harder for him to shoot his takedowns and stuff. I don't think, um, 
I if, if takedowns are shot, I don't think Usman's gonna be the first one to shoot a takedown. I think I think Comsat's gonna go for something crazy and try and get into you know, he's definitely got the the submission advantage. But um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I think it's gonna be more of a stand up fight. I could be wrong there though. And um but I think Comsat's gonna come out guns blazing is what I think is gonna happen. And I think one thing to keep in mind, this is one eighty five cost or so did I just say cost <laughs> Comzot's gonna come out gun blazing and this is one thing to keep in mind is this is the one eighty five version of, of Comzot. Like this is the one that when he got mashed up against GM three, he hit him with one shot and he was done. So I think it's important to remember that this version of Comzot, going back up to one eighty five, this is where he carries the most power. He carries that that we've seen him have that one shot power. And so that's another thing where I think I, I mean I think I could lean, you know, comes out by KO, but we're gonna see what happens. Um and then, you know, the the fight originally was gonna be Islam versus Oliveira, the the sequel there. But we got Volk on Volk coming in on twelve days notice. Um it was interesting, you know, Islam seems like he's trying he's going kinda heel mode this week where, you know, He's talking a lot about how he's already like he's gonna beat John Jones records and stuff. How he, um, he's coming out John Jones about how like you know basically saying basically saying how he shouldn't be number one pound for pound, but it's like dude, you gotta think, man. This guy has seventeen title fight wins. That is more title fight wins than a lot of these guys have fights in the UFC. <laughs> that that's like that's just crazy to think about. And the fact that Makachev is already talking about, you know, if he beats Volk, he wants to go to 170. Um, it's like, dude, you have no title defenses against the actual top five 155ers in your division. Like, in comparison to, like, what Volk did at 145, he's, like, cleared his division. The only fight really remaining at 145 for Volk is Taporia. Um, but, like, I mean... It's it's strange. Like Markachev's kind of you know already wanting to sw- go up to one seventy, um, and it's like, dude, there just because you beat you know Oliveira to win the title does not mean you beat all those guys that Oliveira beat. That does not mean you can just step like you can just say, oh, I already beat Poirier, I already beat Gaethje, I already beat Chandler. A lot of these guys would match up probably pretty well against Makachev. He's not Khabib. And he stands a lot more than Khabib does. And so, you know, he could, like, face some danger against those guys. And so, yeah, it's going to be... I really would like to see Makachev, before he even thinks about moving up in, like, a weight class, at least get some title defenses against the top 155ers. But who knows? I'm actually leaning towards Volkanovski. I think he's actually going to get it done in this one. And then we can, you know, see maybe they're probably going to, they might lean and go the trilogy, but um, we'll see what happens. But I think, I think Volkanovsky is going to get it done. And so, <coughs> sorry, I kind of went already my co-main event prediction and my main event there, but let's go back. Like I said, I was going to do, um, let's recap that card. Um, Bobby Green versus Grant Dawson. 
Um, I'll just go through some of the fights I thought were interesting. Manus versus Mendonca. I'll start with that one. That was super weird how Mendonca, I think a lot of people, including myself, were thinking that Mendonca was going to get back on track. He's super fast-paced guy. Um, no, <laughs> knockout power. But, um, but <coughs> I'm so sorry. But he just, like, went, like, some really weird mistakes went for, I think, the just kind of, like, stand on the ground and stuff and just kind of the opposite of how he usually fights. And then, yeah, ended up getting TKO'd. Um, got another one that was kind of good. It was uh, Hernandez versus Algio. Um, played out how I kind of thought it was going to play out. Algio, I thought... Um, I thought Hernandez was gonna eventually gas. Usually, as the fights go longer, um, Hernandez uses a lot of energy, <coughs> and then gets himself in bad situations where people that have good gas tanks. It's like gonna take a drink of water. People that have good gas tanks like Algio usually tend to, you know, take advantage. And so, but Algio was able to get that done. Drew Dober versus Glenn. This was, I mean, I feel like most people were leaning like they were like, oh, they're just giving Drew Dober's gonna get a K, another KO here, and that's exactly what happens. That was a that was a mismatch in my opinion. But um, there's some cool matches you can do next for Drew Dober. I really want to see him. You know, get um. There's a lot of matches you could do. I think um he I think he said he wants to fight in December. So be cool to see who they give give Drew Dober. Uh, Buckley looking really good at 170, beat Morona. Um, that's another one. You know, I think you could even potentially look at you know the rematch between Holland and Buckley at 170. Then you got Joe Pfeiffer versus Al Hassan. Man, Joe Pfeiffer looks good. I I really want to see him. Them just you know, let's just go top 15. This kid um, doing all the right things. He looks looks dangerous as heck. Um, in this division middleweight, this is another one of those guys to keep an eye on where the style, I feel like prior to Izzy losing, this was another style that a fighter that would have given Izzy problems because they not only can he strike, but I mean, his ground game, he showed like he can, he can definitely get, get it done on the ground too. Um, and just, that that takedown was was nasty, and then we got Grant Dawson gets sent back to the prelims. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, dang, Bobby Green with that that KO that was crazy. Um, I think they're already talking about Bobby Green versus Dan Hooker. That's an awesome one. Let's go into the next card. I think um, you know I'll start. Where would I like to start? Um, McKinney versus Marat. Um, I thought that was interesting. This was a, a layup win for McKinney. I think this was another um, his original opponent. I think um, had something happen. This was a last minute replacement, but a free win for McKinney. <coughs> the only thing I I still am concerned with McKinney is you know, and I, I think I've said this in the past is this the style he has where he's able to like barrage people around one it works against the fighters that are less experienced less known um and also this guy was on short notice but when it comes to going against the experienced guys this barrage strategy does not work as well and that's the thing where 
I think most fighters are picking up on that. Like most of the high level, like the higher level ranked guys are kind of seeing that with McKinney where, you know, if he does climb back into the ranks, the thing with McKinney is if you can survive round one or survive that barrage like Drew Dober was able to do, he tends to use so much gas and then you can rally back and win. And so that's the only thing concerning. It was an awesome win by McKinney, but that's the only thing I'm kind of, when he's keep getting back to these round one finishes again, if you look at all of McKinney's losses, most of them, uh, the losses are when it goes past round one or if they survive that barrage um, in the beginning. Um, Elkins versus Brown. Elkins was able to rally back like he does. Man, <laughs> jeez, that guy's crazy. Um, Christian Rodriguez versus Simon. Um, the only thing about Christian Rodriguez, he, yeah, he got it done, but man, he's got to get his, um, his weight situation under control. I didn't know that he also missed weight in the Raul Rosas Jr. fight. <coughs> and then he also missed weight in this fight. And these are, these are fights that are, you know, they're higher profile fights. Like, like they're, these are the type of unranked fights that, when you're winning, you're probably going to get a ranked opponent. But the thing is, if he's missing weight, that's kind of, I mean, he's definitely got to get that under control because it, it's not professional. It's not fair. And then also, and you're still in rank too. So if you're already missing weight like that in the beginning, of, like in the beginning, you're not even ranked yet. It doesn't send good signals for your future if you're going to stay in that division uh, at Bantamweight. And so Petrovsky versus Michelle Pereira. Um, Michelle Pereira, dang, was able to get it done with that you know, that KO shot. Um, Adrian Yanez versus Martinez. This one was, man, not going to lie. I was kind of a little, little strange. Like It seemed like Adrian Yanez, like, I don't know, um, leg kick defense definitely needs work. I mean, uh, Martinez is known for his leg kicks, but it almost seemed like <coughs> Adrian Yanez, like wasn't even like, he didn't even know how to defend them at all. Like it was kind of weird. Like Martinez just like kept throwing them and just, it was just, he couldn't figure out what to do. And yeah, leg kick cow. And so that was interesting. I think, uh, that's definitely an area that, you know, Giannis is definitely going to need work because it was almost like he didn't even really need to, th- Martinez didn't even really to throw much different. He just threw those leg kicks and was able to get it done. Um, you got Araujo versus Maya. She was able to get it done. And then you go into the main event with Bar- Barbosa versus Yusef. Um, and dang, I had Barbosa by KO and he almost got it in round three. That was crazy with the spinning wheel kick. His uh his classic. I don't think he should have tried to go for the submission attempt. I really think if he just kept kept throwing some hammer fists, I think he could have gotten it done. Um but man, Barbosa's back. Let's see what he, um they give him. I think you got to give him a top 10 at featherweight next. That's really what I would like to see. But man, Barbosa guy's a beast. He's still in the game. Then we go over the UFC 294, you know, I think you got the, to kick this card off, you got the the, the super cyborg, Sharabutin and um, Magomedov. This is the the striker 
that he's probably, I, I want to say he actually is the num- one of the number one prospects at middleweight out of Russia. I think he is the number one. Uh, that, that wasn't in the UFC. And so this guy is going to be dangerous. It's going to be interesting to see this fight. I think a safe bet on this one does not go the distance. Um, <clears throat> one thing I did, kind of it was interesting. I was just on Instagram a little bit ago, kind of seeing, I saw like a clip of him. The only thing, and it was interesting, I don't know if this is maybe a red flag I kind of saw. There was one fight he had outside of the UFC uh, whatever this clip was, and he was throwing some flashy, flashy stuff, um, and he ended up getting the KO, but it was like a lot of spinning back fists, a lot of spinning kicks, just a lot of big movements that in the UFC, uh, if you're not careful, that that's what could get you in trouble. Like if you're throwing nonstop spinning stuff, um using a lot of energy more veteran guys will capitalize on that if they're able to stay and just block those and so but i think this guy he's gonna win by ko it's gonna be that's gonna be an awesome one going into you know nathaniel wood versus naimov man there there are some there's some dark horses in here that um there's a lot of talent on this card i think naimov is gonna get it done against nathaniel wood um Dumas versus Saitar. I think Dumas is gonna is gonna get it done. Basharat versus Henry. Basharat, that guy's dangerous as heck to watch. Uh Peak versus Yaya. Um Yaya was a, um like a champion on UAE Warriors. Uh it's the regional scene out there. But Peak, man, this guy is just he's exciting to watch. He's kinda not the most technical guy, but man, he's crazy. Um I don't know who's going to win that one. Mokaya versus Elliot. I really want Tim Elliot to win this. Um, Kevin Kroom got got his booty whooped today on um, bare knuckle fighting. So that was good. Uh, we all needed that because, yeah, if you know the backstory, Tim Elliot, uh, it's been going on in the past. Um, I don't know if it's a year now. It's probably less than that. But that whole situation, um, yeah. Kevin Kroom deserved to get his booty whooped. Um, but this is going to be an interesting one, Mokaya versus Elliot. Um, you know, if if Mokai, if Elliot's able to, you know, you know, because it seems like Mokayev, you know, his ground game, his goal is, you know, shoot the takedowns, get the ground game going. But if Elliot's able to, you know, use his veteran experience, um, kind of his like awkward movements to keep it standing. It's going to be interesting to see how this one goes. Um, Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Gafarov. Um, Saeed did get exposed in one of the, his, uh, I think it was his last fight where he's got to be careful. He uses a lot of energy, a lot of those big movements in the beginning. So he's just got to be careful not to do something like that again. Um, Alaskara versus Alves was... I think how this was another guy. I actually forgot this. Alaskarov was also going to fight Costa, um, and then they—I don't know if Costa pulled out or they scrapped it. But yeah, another <laughs> just doesn't look good for Costa. It's like rattling off so many names of fights that were going to happen that but didn't. Um, I think that fight's ending in KO, and the reason why they put him on the fight on the same card as Kamzat because you know 
Potentially, you could get that storyline eventually if you want. If Alaskarov rattles off a ton of wins, if Kamzat's able to, you know, let's say he eventually does win the title, eventually you want to rebook that Alaskarov Kamzat storyline because Alaskarov's only loss is to Kamzat before the UFC. So you really could have that type of storyline. Um, Ankalaev versus Johnny Walker. This was a fight that I feel like I didn't even catch until like recently, not going to lie. This one went like way under the radar. Um, but man, this is, this, this fight has high, um, implications for like what's going to happen at light heavyweight going forward. Because if Johnny Walker does pull this off, he's probably, he's, um, like you're really looking at who's fighting for the title next. You know, Jamal Hill is most likely getting winner of Jerry versus Pereira, but then you also have like you know you can technically create number one contender situations like you know Jamal Hill versus Ankalaev if he wins. Jamal Hill, you know, ideal situation is if if um you know obviously Jamal Hill wants Johnny Walker to win because if that happens, Jamal Hill's still pretty safe. But I mean, let's say, you know, Ankalaev does KO Walker. You got you got a situation there where <coughs> I don't know if Ankalaev would get the guarantee. I mean, uh, if um, Jamal Hill would right away get winner of Jiri versus um, Pereira, maybe they would do Ankalaev versus Hill since they we haven't seen that one before. But I think I think they probably are going to go Hill versus the winner of the title fight. But um, but yeah. Then we go into the my other predictions. I already kind of gave them. I think Kamzat is gonna get it done. Um, I think this fight. But there are some interesting things I could see as well. You know, both do have like the ability to kind of new. Well, we'll see. Um, the ground game. Like, I mean, if they cancel each other out, another pick you could look at. You know, is if it were to go to decision. Um. That could be an interesting pick, but I really I think Kamzat's gonna get it done. Um, then Volkanovski versus Makachev. I I don't think this is gonna go the distance either. I think we're gonna see Volkanovski by KO is my prediction. Um, and those are kind of my picks, guys. Um, hopefully we have some. Well, I don't I don't think hopefully I think we're gonna have some awesome fights tomorrow. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Sorry, kind of like in this episode. Probably noticed how my voice is a little raspy. Been getting over whatever bugs been going around. Like everyone's sick right now. Um, not just my house, but I feel like just everywhere. <laughs> everyone's getting sick. Um, so yeah, thank thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, if you have any you know questions you'd like me to uh, answer, uh, feel free to shoot them my way. Um, UFC State of the Union at gmail dot com. Hit me a follow on TikTok. Um, But yeah, thanks so much, guys. Hope you're having a great night. See ya.